You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to Inside Out. And this is a podcast that uh, every week I try to spend about 10, 12 minutes or so with you, uh, just with the whole mindset of just talking. Um, my mindset as I'm talking is I'm just talking to you, to a, to a person, and talking about what it takes to really live the life uh, that God has designed for us, the way that God has designed it for us, which is to live from the inside out rather than from the outside in. And this week, as you're listening to this, hopefully um, on a Monday at some point um, or early in this week, this is Holy Week. And Holy Week really is the most important week in in all the history of the human race, Um and there are five days during this week, especially that we we kind of set apart. We just had, you know, Palm Sunday, and um, that's Jesus' triumphal entry into uh, Jerusalem. And there's a, a lot that can be said, a lot that took place there, a lot that was prophesied for for centuries. Uh, that was part of the coming to pass of the whole redemption plan, and uh, so Jesus heading into Jerusalem. Um, on Monday, uh, excuse me, on Thursday, it's called Maundy Thursday, and this was when Jesus washed the disciples' feet uh, during the Last Supper, and this was the night that he was betrayed. That word Monday comes from the Latin, and it actually means command, because when Jesus washed their feet, he said, a new commandment I give to you, love one another as I, as I have loved you. And then we roll into Good Friday. Good Friday marks the day when Jesus was crucified. Uh, it, this was the ultimate act of good in the face, overriding everything that was evil and broken and despicable and ruined in this world. Good Friday represents the ultimate act of good. And what Jesus did for us, what his death accomplished on our behalf, that was good. And it was good because he took our sins and then hung on the cross in our place, paying the price for our sins so that we could be forgiven, so we could have a relationship with God. And I don't care how you slice that, that comes up as good. Uh, On that day, it did not look good. Um, But what Jesus did for us ultimately was the ultimate good. And then Holy Saturday, the day before Easter uh, Sunday, it just kind of marks the time Jesus has been crucified, dead, and buried, and he's in the tomb. And then Easter Sunday, which is, as I say, the Super Bowl for Christianity, um, this is when we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. So looking at all of this in this holy week, my goal for myself and for you is that we'll just be mindful of that, that we'll be thinking that that historically and reality and, and spiritually, this was an incredible week the fulfillment, the culmination of all that Jesus came came to do. So 
Jesus, a man named Jesus, who was God himself, he came to earth in human form, lived a sinless life, and then willingly went to the cross to die for the sins of all mankind, my sins and and your sins. And he knew this all along, and he was laser-focused just the, the whole time. He was the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. God had this plan in place before the world was even formed. And in between all the traveling and miracles of Jesus, the teaching and the crowds, the Pharisees and the lepers, um, and those who uh, lovingly received him and those who uh, hatefully resisted him, between all the fulfilling the prophecies and all the surprising the onlookers, he knew why he had come. And uh, just an amazing, amazing powerful thing that Jesus came on our, our behalf. It was a big deal, really a big deal. So um, I just want us to think about this, you know, and ultimately that he went to the cross for us. And when we talk about the cross, and Jesus knew this on Palm Sunday going into Jerusalem, he knew that Jerusalem meant one thing, it, it meant certain death. Um, and to say that Jesus died on a cross then hardly describes it. Actually, the word that we get excruciating is uh, comes from the word crucifixion. It's, it's the least dignified, most horrible form of death. Um, it's worse than burning. And it's not just the pain, it's the, it's the shame that goes with that. And the goal is not just the suffering, but the humiliation of, of those that are doing it to someone. And it truly is overkill. And Jesus did that for us. It's, it's, um, it's just any further description, honestly, is, is not suitable. Cicero, the Roman philosopher, said that it's not to be discussed among civilized people. Um, but yet we cannot leave the message of the cross as sickening and obscene and offensive and disgusting and horrible and even nauseating as it is, it's not penalty uh, excuse me, it's not pretty. It's not pretty because it's a penalty. Uh, and the cross and the message of the cross are offensive, yet the message of the cross, that Jesus was crucified for our sins, that's the centerpiece. That's the hinge pin of the gospel. That's the whole plan of God. So the cross must be preached, and the cross is the symbol. It's the emblem of, of our faith. It represents that substitutionary death that Jesus died for me, that he died for you in our place. Substitutionary atonement, Um, that he took my sins, he took your sins, he absorbed the wrath of God, and here it is, he paid it all, he paid it all. He said on the cross, it is finished. And for us to think about this this week, he did this for you, he did this for me. And again, the cross is disgusting and nauseating and obscene and hideous and shameful as it is, that's just like our sins. So for us to say, well, Jesus died on the cross, that hardly describes it. Just like saying, I have sinned, hardly describes it. It's really a horrible thing. But Jesus took our sin, our shame, our pain, the penalty, and was our substitute because, because of his love for us. I can't even imagine that kind of love, that he loves us that much. So he set his face like a flint, the scripture says, toward Jerusalem, knowing full well that that meant certain death. And as he entered that city, and so much went on during that week, um, you know, the feast was going on, the celebrations, and 
people were intrigued by Jesus, uh, the washing of the disciples' feet, the Last Supper, all of those things. Um, he knew what was yet ahead, though. And he wasn't uh, dying just to die. His death was not the end. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12 tells us that he endured the cross and ignored the shame because of the joy that was ahead. I don't want you to miss that. He knew the cross was coming, but he ignored that. Uh, he endured that and he ignored the shame that went with that because he knew the joy that was ahead. So even though as he entered Jerusalem and during the Holy Week, he knew what was ahead, he was up for it. And he prayed, God, help me if there's another way uh, to do this. But he knew there was no other way that he was the sacrifice for us and that there was a joy that was ahead. And that joy was that he would reconcile us back to God. He would forgive our sins by paying the price and making the way that you and I could come back to God. And uh, gosh, that's just incredible. And it brings hope to us and it brings help to us and it brings um, wholeness to us. And it can help us. What Jesus did on the cross helps us not only to have the forgiveness of sins, life eternal, or relationship with God, but it helps us here in this life. And we need to know that. We need to be mindful that what Jesus did this week historically, um, yes, it's about eternity, but it's also about the right now. That, you know, this can help with your brokenness and with your marriage and your children and your health and your mental health and maybe addictions or bondage in your life. Or maybe you've been through something really tough, you know, divorce or loss or tragedy or you're facing fear. You can just fill in the blank. And we need to realize that he came for you, for me, and we can find his help and we can find his mercy and we can find his power. And that was the joy that he knew was ahead, that by doing this, I'm going to be able to help those that I love. You need to know today that you are the very apple of his eye and that through him you can be whole and you can be helped. What Jesus did as we celebrate Holy Week and coming up into Easter was to give you a meaningful life and to give you the power to live it. Hear it again. It's to give you a meaningful life and the power to live it and then life after this life. There's an old song, and I want you to think about this this week. It says, when he was on the cross, I was on his mind. So I think it's fitting that he's on our mind this week, that we would be mindful of him and all that he did for us. Take time throughout this week and just kind of pause and thank him for all that he did. Let it, let it kind of strike. Let it weigh in your heart and in your mind that Jesus loves you so much. He did so much for you so that you could be helped today and then afterwards um, forever. Well, I, I pray, I truly do, and I challenge you to think about this all week long. Uh, it will help you, help you to focus. Make sure you're in church this weekend for, for uh, Easter, wherever you're listening to this from. Get into a church uh, this weekend. Celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, and then let's live in the power of that resurrection. Thanks again for joining me for Inside Out. Pray you have an awesome week. God bless you, and we'll talk to you the next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. 
That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.